Black Educated and Broke is a weekly entertainment podcast where we mix hip hop, headlines, and all things ATL into the success of Black millennials and of Black culture. So before we went to the break, you know, we got we to gotta extend this show. So much good stuff, but this is the part I myself am a little bit excited about. So I'm going to turn it over to Q because we're talking to these these gentlemen about uh, the green toad hemp form. You know, when I heard hemp. Man, ain't nothing wrong with smoking weed. Weed is from the earth. God put this here for me and you. Take advantage, man. Take advantage. I'm in love with marriage. You know, I was like, ooh. Mm, I want to know what that is. So, Q, go ahead. Yeah, I am. I said, stop playing with me. <laughs> you muted me. I didn't know. He was ready. I, I did want to say um, my team is super excited to speak with you gentlemen uh, today um, for being the first black hemp farm in the state of Georgia, black owned. Come on. Huge. All right. Um, I don't know if anyone in here indulges in the recreational activity, <coughs> but when I saw that you guys were interviewed in Scene Magazine, I hit my guys up like, hey, we need to get these guys on the show and we need to discuss this. So let's everybody give a round of applause and a warm welcome to Dwayne. I didn't catch the gentleman with you. I didn't catch his that name. Reginald Reese. Reginald Reginald. Reginald with the Hemp Toll Hemp Farm, Green Toll Hemp Farm. Thank you guys. Welcome. Yes, thank you. All right. So, all right, you got to really break it down to us because as black people, when we hear hemp, we immediately think cannabis, mm -hmm. we think marijuana. So, immediately. Immediately. <laughs> so, explain to the people exactly what you guys are as an entity as far as the hemp farm and how you guys were able to. Um, become the first black hemp farm in the state of Georgia? I think that, uh, so hemp and cannabis or marijuana, as you all know it, are the same plant. They're the same plant that are grown differently. And from a legal standpoint, hemp is classified as any one of those cannabis plants, <coughs> excuse me, that has less at or less than 0.3% THC in it. That is what we grow. We grow hemp from female um, genetics, and those are the side. That's the side of the plant that produces the medicinal benefits that you see in CBD and CBG products that are now in the market and working their way more so into the market every day. So a lot of us think about it as smoke, you know, the the, the weed basically. But and it's that too. You can consume that, but instead of THC on a high level, you consume in CBD on a high level and you're still feeding your endocannabinoid system and bringing your body closer toward homostasis and oh. true balance. Come so, on, we don't know them big words now. We're black and educated on here now. Right. Come on now. Right. You, you don't make us more educated by breaking it down for us. Come on, help us out. Let me bring out the dictionary. No, seriously. <laughs> it's, it's, um, but it's a, it's a great, Field, it's a great place to be in right now because it's about daily wellness. It's, and it's coming at a time for us entering the game at a time when everybody needs that now more than ever before. Our immune systems are under attack in this pandemic. Our anxiety and our everyday ease of mind is under attack from this pandemic as well. So now you have a product that I can send you right in the mail. All you got to do is go to www.thegreentoadhemp.com and order it. We can send it right to you in the mail perfectly legal, fully legitimate throughout the United States. This is the first year that Georgia 
had it legal for farmers to grow and cultivate. It had already been sold here in the little smoke shops and the gas station. You guys know that. But uh, so this gentleman, Reginald, uh, was the one who came up with the idea of starting the Green Toad Hemp Farm and ultimately is the catalyst to the fact that, uh, that it all happened so quickly and becoming the first black mm-hmm. hemp farmer. Actually, you'd be mm-hmm. interested to know that we might have been second out of everybody. Wow. Oh, wow. Almost wow. the first period in the state. Wow. I mean, we're moving that fast. And we came out here and built the infrastructure of the farm and all that before the process even started. And, uh, and Reggie went through that process and uh, aced it. And here we are. Now, you guys are outside of the Atlanta metro area. Um, for people who don't live here, Atlanta is huge, all right? Mm-hmm. So somebody might tell you they live in Atlanta, but they might actually live in, like, Conyers or, like, Thonia or Lawrenceville, stuff like that that's not Atlanta. Explain to the people where you are in relation to Atlanta or how far away or how close you are. We're a short two-and-a-half-hour drive from Atlanta. Sure. Reggie actually lives in, uh, in uh, right back Conyers in the uh, Lithonia area. And we know, yeah, everybody say, so we, yeah, we in Atlanta. We just two and a half hours away from downtown. That's all. That <laughs> you know where Statesboro, we're, we're with Statesboro. So okay. we're right there. So we kind of share the border with Statesboro. And we're only about 45 minutes from Savannah. So I have a, I have a question about. So you were saying that so hemp is pretty much a higher dose of CBD, a lower dose of THC. So mm-hmm. marijuana, I, I'm assuming is the opposite. A lot of THC right. and right. lower CBD. So I want to know what's the health benefit. So why, why is the hemp better than the marijuana? Is it is the is the CBD better for you than THC? Like what is the different health benefits of both? Well, it's not about whether or not one is better than the other. They Again, they derive, it's the same plant, right? The difference is is, uh, is that each one of us have a, a different level of tolerance and THC carries psychoactive effects with it. So you're going to feel high. And for some people that translates into confusion or other t- types of side effects that make them uncomfortable. So if you have a condition that causes you to have to smoke uh, a strain of uh, marijuana that has a high THC content, you may not be able to manage that psychoactive effect very well. So the CBD side of that would be more efficient for you because it's never really going to take you further than you really want to go. So you don't get up off off CBD, right? You just kind (laughs) of right there. You right where you want to be and really relax. You can just ride the wave. Uh, I had uh, my aunt. My aunt has, uh, she says she ain't slept in like 20 years. And she discovered CBD and bought some off Amazon. And I just be kind of trying to explain to my family like the different health benefits of of holistic healing, including you know CBD and different things. I think they're finally uh, grasping the concept. But she said that she slept better than she, like I said, it's been 20 years since she slept, but she was out of there. Right. So I, I think wow. uh, we gotta kind of get outside of the traditional medicine and kind of look back to what our ancestors used. They didn't have a Zoloft or they didn't have Prozac. Uh, Some of them did cocaine. You know, you feel me? Like that was medicine at the time. So we got to kind of look at that and explore other avenues, man. You gentlemen have brought it full circle as far as bringing uh, the CBD and the hemp. And now we can order and get it. I'm definitely going to check that out and look into it because I haven't had CBD. I've never tried it. 
but I'm interested to see, you know, the benefits on how uh, the wellness and how I can tell other people like, hey, this could actually benefit you in the long run. And I, I want to add what I want to add on is that when for when I actually giving my dog some CBD little gummies to help with his anxiety, you know, it actually calmed him down a little bit. Wait, you know, wait. no, for real, they got it for dogs. Anyway, but as far as myself, I think. Oh, Next sorry. time you buy it for your dog, you got to buy it on our website. We have tinctures. Oh, yeah, I got it. We have, it for, we have pet shampoo. We have shampoo for your dog now with CBD in it. Oh, we wow. have it for cats. We have the, the here, pets and horses. If, if any of y'all happen to own a horse, we got it for that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, but here's my next thing about you guys being the first Black-owned. So if we want to go about that way, is there a way that, I mean, what would be some tips for us? Or, or can we invest in some stocks that you got? Like, how can we try to create that for ourselves? That's what I'm talking about. I'll let you talk about the investment. So <laughs> if you, there's a, there's a couple of different ways that people can go. You know, what we're doing uh, from a legal standpoint is something that most of you guys right here, if you really wanted to do that and go after that, you could probably go after it and accomplish it. However, if that's not really your, your spiel and that's not really what you want to do, then yeah, you could come in and, uh, and invest in a company like ours. We are, we do have outside investors that we work with, um, folks that are coming in that have been taking a look at our package and, uh, and making some investments in it. It's not something that probably anybody can afford to do, but it's not all that difficult either, say for between the six of you all that are sitting here, you can probably uh, get yourself a fractional, some fractional equity in the Green Toad Hemp mm. Farm, producing income for each one of you through our profitability and then using this platform that you have to promote what you're investing in thereby securing your own investment and making it come through for yourself that's a better situation than most people can ask for and one that people in your position often forget that you actually have you have influence and so it's like rolling the dice and, and choosing which number it falls on when you have that type of power so it's a matter of being able to exercise that so at minimum what? of uh, ten thousand dollars we've been able to entertain and, and walk through that with different uh, folks that have come in at that level and beyond. So any of you would be welcome uh, to inbox me or email about that information. We'd be glad to give it to you. But uh, what we're doing is we take it, obviously we take it very seriously. Uh, and again, it's for us, this is about daily wellness and health. This is not about, even though we have fun with the idea of people kind of smoking and doing that whole thing, this is about daily health and wellness in a world that needs it now more than ever before and also the environment, uh, environmental benefits that hemp brings about. So one of the things uh, when we talk about investing, we, we're following uh, the model of Charlotte's Web. So Charlotte's Web in 2014 started their CBD farm with one acre. By 2019, they were $2.5 billion. We're, the, we're not only the first black uh, cannabis hemp company, but we're the only grower that also own a separate post-harvest facility, which is about five miles from here, from the farm. And other farmers have to pay us to do their post-harvest wow. part of the business. We're the only grower that 70% of our business is focused on smokable. And we have all the equipment. We don't have to contract none of that out. We have all the equipment to process all that flour from the curing, the drying, from the drying, the curing, to the trimming, to the sorting, to everything. Uh, we make pre-rolls, we, we have the equipment to do that. We do uh, make the hemp cigarettes, 
Uh, we have all that equipment to do that, to cut out the middleman. So we've really leveraged yeah. everything. Now, we're in the process of building our indoor growth facility, which uh, we're building at now uh, out of uh, 40 foot containers. We just purchased and had six 40 foot containers delivered. We're in the process of retrofitting those uh, with the support of Georgia Southern University. And we're going to be one of the only growers uh, in the nearby state. You're probably not going to find a closer state unless you go to Colorado that's doing that uh, as well as growing year round. So we're going to grow year round all the time and have high premium product out on the market available for the customer wow. year round where other growers can't do that right now. And that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Is there, um, I'm sure your products are on the site, but kind of explain to us how it's best consumed. Like, is it gummies or tincture? Great question. You, know, you want to roll it up, uh, flour? You know, people do it differently. So kind of, kind of. You see what that, this nice smoking pipe here? Oh, yeah, I see uh, that. Smoking. You, you can do it that way. Too. Smoking oh, yeah. is the fastest way to get it into your system. Okay. okay? Now, some people may not like smoking or they, their bodies don't, it doesn't really function well for them. Edibles are actually the relative to your own individual body chemistry and metabolism. Edibles may work fast for you or they may work slow for you. That's something that each person has to test those and go through it. Now, on our website, we have some 50 milligram gummies. It doesn't make a difference who you are. You're gonna feel those. <laughs> you got some 50 milligram gummies on there. I'm telling you, you guys gotta go on there and check them I'm out. I'm gonna I'm gonna share the screen so we can I'm gonna let them see what you're talking about. Yeah. I got and it right I'm, here. I don't see who I got a, a trivia question for y'all. Or not a, really a trivia question, but an industry question. Yeah. How many of y'all know what D8 is? Delta 8. The plane. Oh. No. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> the plane terminal. <laughs> I Delta don't. eight. Well, you'll be flying, but it's not. not yeah. Flying. So, so <laughs> Delta that in a rap song. Delta eight THC is an extract that comes from the hemp plant. It is the only psychoactive component that exists inside the hemp plant. In fact, it's it's lower than what you would get in a straight THC, but it's it's more psychoactive than straight CBD. So you think about it as as far as high as you can go without being across that line. Delta 8 is it. You will find those uh, vape cartridges on our site. It only comes in vapes, and we'll have them in gummies as well. Uh, it doesn't come in smokable flour, but uh, I think for those of you that vape or your friends that vape, you guys will enjoy that. If those, if any of you ever join our revenue share product uh, program so you can earn money as a partner with us on that, you'll find that those D8 cartridges and some of the other things are going to be great for your friends, your family, and other folks that are in your line of influence. So the thing with gummies uh, that I always caution people about is that our gummies taste really good. The mm -hmm. problem is because they taste so good, people spend more than one at a time. Mm -hmm. Oh wow! You have to understand, cannabis hemp. So marijuana is a made-up name. It's all hemp, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, so when we're licensed to grow uh, uh, hemp light or marijuana light as you would say. So if you think about uh, regular beer, light beer, that's kind of the, the same thing. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought when you said it too. Exactly. So if you, you know, if you drink enough light the Miller beer, light. Happen, right? <coughs> so uh, you still get, you have the, the THC in there. Now we do have some strains that we're growing that uh, 
are gonna be uh, for our labor friendly line, which will be for people who, you know, have to get drug tested. So uh, these particular plants that we're growing, some of them that we're growing right now, uh, should come grow with zero THC. That's how they, they made those in, uh, when they did the genetics on them. Now we did find, we did have one, one plant that we was gonna make a mother plant and it was supposed to be, it was a CBG strain, supposed to be zero THC. We just had it tested and it had uh, double digit THC in it. Oh! So, and some <laughs> of that was our fault because again, even a hemp plant, if you if it, if the plant gets stressed out, or if you leave it in the ground too long and don't harvest it on time, the THC level will grow at a rapid rate. So you really have to know and manage and understand that process. Otherwise, you can have a strain that should max out at 0 0.30 if you harvest it on time, but if it gets stressed out for whatever reason, or you miss that harvest date it can go from 0 0.30 to 5% to 10% and, you know, just really be uh, straight up very strong marijuana. Yeah, some people again, want that, you the know. The government gives us a little flexibility with that because they know we're highly regulated and they know we're going to manage it the right way and, and under our license. But those things could definitely happen. So I got a question. And I'm probably the most serious one about this. Like, I got homeboys, we talk about businesses all the time, and I'm always the one that said, man, I'm not doing nothing before I get in this marijuana game. Um, for you guys, like, uh, you were just talking a minute ago, and you used one of my favorite words. You said billions. And for me, that's what it's all about, because I feel like, you know, we watch other people that don't look like us have these billion dollar situations and they keep that word away from us. So for me, this is an opportunity that I could possibly make that happen and create uh, black wealth, which is something that we always talk about here on this podcast. Um, at what point or when did you guys decide that this is what we need to do and this is how we're going to go about it? And it was, uh, I'd have to tell you, bro, this is a, a matter of uh, kind of what they call building a plane while you're flying it. Because what we're doing right now, for instance, that some of the things that we've told you about were not a part of the plan on day one. Day one, it was just, you know, hey, I got some land. We're going to do a hemp farm. What you want to do? And I was out I was out in Colorado studying the industry. He was up and down the Midwest and the East Coast studying the industry, going to classes. We've been friends for years and done business together before. And we kind of came back together on this basis. But it's something he would have probably been doing without me. So the, the decision of that kind of started like for you, bro, where you just, you see the size of the industry, you're like, I got to get in right. and found a lane and, and then just stuck with it. And now it's turning into something much, much broader and, and you know, with greater implications. So one of the things uh, we did, we decided to build our company uh, with a, a corporate structure model and uh, a debt-free model, right? So 99% of our equipment is paid for, our tractors, everything. Uh, so we're, our, our debt is very low. Our company is structured in a corporate model. So we just had uh, our entire network system hooked up at our post-harvest facility that we could, we'll be able to scan in product, track product, track sales down to the item, track plants down to the strain. 
to the weight of the plants, uh, everything. Uh, our entire business model is set up no different than the way Walmart got their business model set up. That makes us even more attractive, not only in the open market, but it allows us to grow uh, at a very faster, at a fast pace, but in a, at a strong pace. So building, you know, we started out this thing, we committed to building a very strong foundation, you know, that we're gonna uh, lay down first, and then we're gonna build on that foundation. And so many things changes, like Dwayne say. So because we have such a strong foundation, all these new different things that popped up, things that we learned, we're able to just put right on uh, into the program and just keep moving without slowing us down at all. Where other folks are slowed down because of COVID, COVID never slowed us down. And that's why we have an edge right now over most of the other uh, hemp companies out there. If anything, COVID crunk y'all up because yes, everybody was sitting at the house. Yes, they were. We yeah. weren't. <laughs> Knock on wood, we never test positive, positive, but we were always out there. Amen. Yeah. Well, uh, let everybody know where they can follow uh, you on social media. If you guys have individual pages, let them know, and then definitely drop the website so we can go over and grab our orders and support as well. Yeah, so uh, our Instagram is the Green Toad Hemp Farm. On Facebook, it's the Green Toad Hemp Cultivation Farm. And um, the website is thegreentoadhemp.com. And um, yeah, let me see. Maya, <laughs> we'll be, I'm, I'm looking to see all them names in there tonight with orders <laughs> placed. <laughs> whatever, whatever I got in stock. I mean, we got some, uh, for those of you that like to burn, we got some killer smoke on there, that abacus and purple frost. You're going to absolutely. And I seen the abacus. Y'all just dropped that today, right? Yeah, I just dropped it today. You're talking yeah. 20%. Yeah, I saw that. 20%. Snap, no, it's just off the chain, man. It got a nasty nose on it. So you really like it. Okay. Oh. So, and I was so looking at the vape pens. We also, uh, we also offer or allow folks to come out and tour the plant. That's what I wanted to know. So if anybody but SBEP you know, ever though, do that, SBEP as a group, or you know, you're right. Yeah, it ain't for everybody. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. the opportunity. Right. We're gonna give you an opportunity to get a closer look into what right. you uh, started here. And my idea, those vape pens are great. The vessel pens are really good pens. Mm -hmm. The D8s and the other cartridges is all good, but I think you might like that D8 if you trying to fly close to the clouds. <laughs> so, so question. And, and so, we have some DA gummies coming out. Yeah, those will be our next. Yeah. Listen, so question, like with the actual plant, with the actual plant, because like Georgia was like a hundred percent slow motion as far as like letting any type of marijuana in. Period. Because I think they started off with the oils for like kids that were having seizures and stuff, and then the CBD started to come in. How is it that with the plant, like you guys actually have an actual plant, is it a certain level or something that has got to be for Georgia to approve the plant? Or can you have like OG Kush or? No, so here's uh, what happens. The, what has happened is that hemp strains, keep, keep in mind what Reggie said, it's the same plant, right? Uh -huh, so right. when you have an OG Kush that somebody grew in California as a marijuana plant with a high THC level, there's people, uh, agronomists and geneticists, people who deal with plants and plant genetics who are able to turn that now and take that same plant and grow that plant 
in reverse in, ser in terms of the ratio of CBD to THC can turn that around. And sometimes okay. they do it over long time periods and such. So now you have a sour diesel. The sour diesel we got is CBD. But when you smell it, you're going to be like, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, that's okay. good, right? When you so smoke, basically it's just lowering the THC. Exactly. It's just the okay. shifting of the chemical balance of the plant is what you find. So it's going to have all of the same profiles, the same terpene profiles and everything from right, one to the next. But the, but the content levels and the chemistry is obviously different, rather. Gotcha. Okay. I'm so we gotta figure out a day to get down there, y'all. Uh, hey, for real, like for real. <laughs> this is our life. We live here, so we, <laughs> you know, we here. You know what? What a lot of people do, though, seriously, they'll take a, a day, come in the morning, spend a couple hours, you know, tour the farm, see this plant, smell the plants, take a ride around. We actually just expanded our uh, property. When you guys read that article, we had 17 and a half acres. We just expanded that to 38 total here. 38 and a half. We bought another wow. acre next door last week. Wow. So, uh, as a matter of fact, you heard it here first on Black Educated and Broke. Hey, we haven't uh, broke that news yet. So, uh, that and the news exclusive. Right. Absolutely exclusive. So, so, yeah, we're ready uh, to take this to a level that's going to make our people proud, that's going to bring great benefit to those who see the value in investing now while the price of doing that is reasonable. Uh, if you take a look at any other big uh, marijuana companies out there, you're not getting into none of them for ten thousand dollars. Certainly on no right. level that that's gonna offer you any true benefit. So that's something that you know we hang up the phone, y'all can whisper to each other and come on up. You got I see two bands over there. I see about <laughs> five bands over there. To tell you <laughs> yeah, I see some money over there. Come on, now. Come on speak it over my life. Yes, Lord. Hey, and I'm gonna tell you, we really encourage more Black Americans to get involved in this industry. This industry has demonized us. Ever. Yes, yes. Put most of us in prison. Mm -hmm. Probably half the folks sitting in prison now for marijuana possession was probably smoking a low THC hemp, hemp mm -hmm. right? That, at that time, regardless of whether it was 0 0.20 or 0.30, it was still, or 30%, it was still illegal, right? So this gives us an opportunity to take back that power and, and make some money, build some futures, build some generational wealth uh, by doing that. And, you know, again, like I talked to Wayne, you know, everybody got their little stimulus check and they went and bought Walmart, all the TVs out of Walmart. Right. <laughs> should have been in the, in, the in the cannabis industry, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we have to start thinking differently and like what you guys doing, getting the message out. I just really hope the message get out uh, to our folks to to get involved in this industry. Well, it's on the growing piece, the processing piece, the the shipping piece. Uh, there's so many different verticals that a person could get involved in this industry. We're working with some mayors in Arkansas to help uh, several cities in Arkansas get their black farmers off and running in the hemp industry. And uh, we're going to be working with some folks in Florida as well. You know, we're not charging them for this. We, we're trying to help our folks get into this industry and become successful. Now, they may have to put our name on the on the, on the <laughs> farm, but, you know, other than that. Uh, say we gonna, somebody pass. <laughs> well, uh, Reggie and Dwayne, it's been a pleasure having you gentlemen on here today. 
Like I said, I was super excited when I came across the article, shared it with my team immediately. I'm glad yes, I yes. got on here <laughs> so uh, quickly. I was concerned. I said, man, he didn't respond to my Facebook message yet. Maybe they too high up there. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely amazing that you guys were able to, uh, you know, reach back, give us this information. Um, but at this time, Black Educated and Broke, we thank you guys for joining us. We're going to take a quick break. And we come back, we're going to shut this thing down. Uh, we've had a remarkable show, and we just ended it off on an amazingly high note. Yes, he was hey. what? No hey. point. Hey. Uh, right? Uh, <laughs> Wait, but, but y'all, I can promise y'all, we coming down there for show to tour this farm. Uh -huh. Right now, you're talking to Black Educated and Broke. When we leave, we're going to bleed Black Educated and Hunger. I hope y'all got some good records. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. Thank you again to the owners and founders of the Green Toad Hemp Farm, Reginald and Dwayne. We really appreciate you guys for taking the time to be on our show, as well as teach us how to invest within ourselves. And guys, that left us with these last thoughts. I, I say what I always say, what I stole from Gladiator. Gladiator, what we do in life echoes in eternity, right? So what you do today is going to echo uh, down in your future. So pick the right things, pick what's hot, pick what's profitable, pick what you can create generational wealth with and go at it full force. And don't allow it to pass you by. Don't miss the dot-com industry. Don't miss the Walmart stocks when it was nine cents a share. Don't miss those opportunities anymore. The opportunity is here today. Whether it's with us or somebody else, uh, take advantage of the opportunities that's in front of you today. And the church said, Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen.